Hello? Hello? Who's there? Question mark? Is it working? Is this thing Test on? One, two, three, four, five, six, five, six, seven, eight. Welcome back to Burning the Disco Down. I'm Kaya. And I'm Aspen. Okay, so I'm going to start with the song I've been streaming lately. I have been streaming NDA by Billie Eilish. Shout out Billie Eilish. What have you been streaming? <laughs> I have been streaming the fan uploaded live from Coachella <laughs> version of Late Night Talking by Harry Styles from Coachella Weekend 1. <laughs> Amazing. <that's> Speaking of Coachella. Can you tell that it has influenced our recent streams? Literally. <laughs> this week, we are talking about Coachella. The good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> even, even though we didn't go. <laughs> even though we did not attend. We did so much research, so we pretty much did attend. I feel like I was there. Yeah, no, I know enough. Yeah. I watched I know the live streams. I know what happened. Exactly. I spent the whole entire weekend on TikTok. Okay, so I guess let's just hop right in. We'll kind of talk, go through each artist, give you the highlights, the lowlights, the peaks, the pits, and all the in-between. Wow. That was really good. Did Thank you write you. that down, or did you just come up with that on the spot? <laughs> I just came up I'm with really that. impressed. Thank you. You just kept going, and I was like, wow. She's really... <laughs> let's go into phoebe bridgers um i yeah she's the queen i heard nothing but good things about her set everyone loved it i even read some like articles online praising how well she performed the band wore her signature skeleton suits in case anyone was wondering i thought that was cool also her outfit was really cool she brought out arlo parks for a portion of her set and then the next day when they played she joined them and then daniel caesar played he brought out justin bieber and they played peaches even though justin bieber I did didn't. not know that that happened yeah interesting and he w- was shirtless Oh, interesting. <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion? Megan the Stallion. I need to be politically correct with her That's name. That's a really good question. <laughs> I've never really thought that far into Megan it. Megan the Stallion premiered her new diss track, <laughs> which I'm going to play full blast next time someone says anything mean to me. I love her. Yeah, she's so cool. And she had also a really cool outfit. Girl in Red, she's so cool. She had such cool photos that she posted on her Instagram of the crowd. I'm so happy for her. Let's go into Conan Gray. Ugh. Conan Gray. Conan Gray, our king. Borderline best dressed. Don't tell Harry Styles Don't that tell- I said that. I, or any of my fellow Harry Styles stands that I said that. But Conan Gray's outfits were so good. Mm-hmm. I have a confession to make. I think Conan Gray was better dressed than Harry. <gasps> Aspen, <laughs> even weekend two, Harry. Yeah. Oh my God. Someone has to say their unpopular opinion. And oh, this week it's gonna be me. My God. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was really well dressed too, but I don't think. Anyway, we'll get into Harry in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, his um, weren't both of his outfits custom made, Valentino? Yeah. And, and he had like his pumps on, like his pump, like platform boots oh my god mm-hmm. so good he wore if you haven't seen it he wore all pink like really hot pink the first day he wore pink trousers and then a sheer like pink long shirt dress and then pink heels and then the second weekend he wore like pink sequin 
take a shot every time Aspen says pink. <laughs> pink is also my favorite color. <laughs> Actually, sparkly pink. <laughs> To be exact. Pink is the color of Coachella. Honestly, yeah. It was like the color of the year this year. Yeah. Like hot pink. Someone else wore pink. We'll get into that later. <laughs> I can't talk about that right now. I'm not prepared. Back to Conan Gray. Yeah, back to Conan Gray. He was actually one of the weekend's best dressed voted by Vogue. So I have good okay, taste. I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. I did say he was in like probably top two for me. Yeah, definitely. We also did some Instagram polls and Harry won best dressed, but Emma Chamberlain and Conan Gray tied for That was for, for weekend two. Or for weekend, weekend one. one. Weekend one. Yeah. We didn't do weekend two Yeah, yet. we didn't do weekend two. So he played Memories, which he just came out with, because his new album, Super Ache, is coming out on June 24th. We're very excited. And we actually saw Conan in concert last week, which was awesome. And he was the most amazing performer. He has the best personality. He's so wholesome. Like, probably the most pure human being I've ever seen on stage in my lifetime. So genuine. So cute. Such a weird crowd, though. We don't need to talk about it. The crowd was so... No, we need to talk about it. The crowd was so dead, you guys. Like, I'm not even kidding you. In all of my videos, first of all, everyone was the exact same height. Yes, it's me talking about how tall everyone was again. But everyone was the exact same height. So in all of my videos, at the bottom of the phone screen is just, like, a bunch of heads and holding their, like, phones. It's all, like, heads and phones. And no one was moving or dancing. Like, it was so weird. It was It was very bizarre. And as always, we were jumping, screaming, screaming. I think I have maybe three videos on my phone from that yeah. entire night because we were singing so much. Crying, headbanging. Yeah, living in the moment. He was absolutely amazing. I love him so much. He's such a good performer. He danced, he sang, he told jokes, he talked with the audience. So if you're debating whether to go see him in concert or not ever, I would highly, highly recommend. Yes, yes. absolutely. I'm really proud of him that he did Coachella because that's really, really cool. Yeah, I had no idea that he was even going. Yeah. Doja Cat. Ugh, I love Doja yeah. Cat. Yeah. She played. Sell my soul for Doja Cat. She, yeah, she's she's amazing. She also played three never-before-heard songs. One of them was from the upcoming film Elvis that's being made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Tyga, she brought out Tyga. Yeah, she also announced at the end of her set that the Mexican pizza is now returning at Taco Bell. I so. could do an entire episode on that marketing all together i'm not even kidding i'm so invested in this it's been like a year in the making <laughs> literally it's been, coming. it's been like it's been in the making for a year that doja cat would be sponsored by taco bell like this has been in the works for so long and it's really satisfying to see it all come together and here we are and imagine being sponsored by taco bell like i can't that would be so iconic and then a little bit of drama kanye west pulled out last minute and swedish house mafia and the weekend replaced him thank god yeah that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, I don't know if we should get into this. I don't I the I think the real reason he pulled out was for like mental health issues, but he like posted online during one of his manic episodes that if like Billie Eilish didn't apologize oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Travis Scott, he wasn't gonna play Coachella. Yeah. And she obviously never did, so you can be the judge of why he pulled out, but he did not play Coachella. Thank God. Man, that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) (laughs) So Billie Eilish, our queen, I love her so much. She's the festival's youngest headliner of all time. Which is insane. That's so crazy. And she really took that and ran with it. She did 
such a good performance. She's amazing. She brought out a lot of guests. She brought out Phineas. Obviously, I don't know if that really counts as a guest because he's already there. Yeah, at this point, I don't think he does. <laughs> they're just a package deal. Yeah. I know they he, have solo careers, but they're a package deal. Yeah, totally. And I think he actually played like a separate set at Coachella. He did. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. She brought out Khalid and they sang Lovely, their song together. And then a little bit of drama. She brought out Damon Albarn. I don't know. He doesn't deserve the correct pronunciation of his name anyway. Damon Albarn, if you're listening to this. This is not a safe space for Damon Albarn. <laughs> Get your bunker ready. They're going to like cancel us for hate speech on I'm Spotify. I'm so sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind, never mind, never mind. We take it back. Anyways. Weekend one, she brought out David Damon Albarn to join her for getting older. If you don't know who he is, he's an English musician who was in a rock band and a pop band, and he's like a composer, producer, collaborator, blah, blah, blah. Big guy music. But recently there's been some drama with him and Taylor Swift. He did an article with the Los Angeles Times, and he – I'll just – I'll read you the quote. He said, I know what co-writing is. Co-writing is very different to writing. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying there's a big difference between a songwriter and a songwriter who co-writes. Doesn't mean that the outcome can't be really great. Some of the greatest singers, I mean, Ella Fitzgerald never wrote a song in her life. When I sing, I have to close my eyes and just be in there. I suppose I'm a traditionalist in that sense. A really interesting songwriter is Billie Eilish and her brother. I'm more attracted to that than to Taylor Swift. It's just darker, less endlessly upbeat, way more minor and odd. I think she's exceptional. So basically, he was discrediting Taylor Swift's songwriting because he said she co-writes and that Billie Eilish doesn't co-write and that Billie Eilish is better than Taylor Swift which Billie Eilish, I'm not discrediting Billie Eilish at all. They're both amazing, and we should not pin women against each other. I was about to say, why are we still pitting women against each other in the music industry? It makes no sense to me. It's disgusting. Point blank, period. Yes. So Taylor Swift saw that, and then she tweeted, and she said, I was such a big fan of yours until I saw this. I write all of my own songs. Your hot take is completely false and so damaging. You don't have to like my songs, but it's really fucked up to try and discredit my writing. Wow. P.S. I wrote this tweet all by myself in case you were wondering. Ugh, icon. I love her so much. <laughs> so good. Which is, okay, we could talk about this forever, but she has fought so hard. Like, she wrote the entire album Speak Now by herself because people told her she couldn't write a song. No, literally. Like, what? Also, endlessly a beat. Have you listened to the entirety of Folklore and Evermore? Seriously. Last Kiss. Oh, don't get me started. Dear John. The list goes on, okay? Endlessly a beat where? Everyone obviously came to Taylor's defense. Jack Antonoff, Aaron Dessner, all just being like, well, actually, I like Jack's quote, so I'm going to read it. I've never (laughs) met Damon Albarn, and he's never been to my studio, but apparently he knows more than the rest of us about all those songs Taylor writes. (laughs) Wait, can you not leave out the part where you said, if you were there, cool, go off. If not, maybe shut the fuck up. (laughs) And then... The president-elect of Chile came in, and (laughs) he really (laughs) saved Taylor in this one. He said, here in Chile, you have a huge group of supporters who know that you write your own songs from your heart. Don't take seriously guys that need to insult or lie to get attention. Hugs from the South, Taylor. Oh, So, you know you're almost canceled after the president-elect of Chile comes for you. So then, of course, after all these people came to Taylor's defense, Damon actually issued an apology to Taylor. 
He blamed the Los Angeles Times for publishing clickbait, and he said, I totally agree with you. I had a conversation about songwriting, and sadly, it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize unreservedly and unconditionally. The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand. Too little, too late, Damon. Oh, Damon. Damon, Damon, Damon. Damon. You messed up. The words still came out of your mouth, my guy. Did they make it into clickbait? Probably, but the words still came out of your mouth. This isn't the first time he's had problems with a female musician. He recorded with Adele in 2015, and he ended up calling her insecure when someone asked to describe her. Wait, I did not know that. Yeah. That's so shitty. Yeah, and Adele hates him now. Why would you ever say that about someone, like, publicly, regardless? Like, what? So, yeah, Billy brought him out, which I'm sure he's an amazing musician, and he's very intelligent and all that. I know she really looks up to him, so that's awesome. There is a viral TikTok going around of her right after their songs together, and it's someone is saying Taylor Swift is going to sue us for this. I don't know who that is. No one knows. People are speculating that it's Damon himself. People are speculating that it's Phineas. Let us know who you think it is because I, I don't know. Either way, it was unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but weekend two. Yeah, weekend two. Billy brought out Haley Williams for Paramore, and they sang "Misery Business" acoustic. And this is like a huge freaking deal that she got her to play this song because she said she's never gonna. She said she was never gonna perform it again. Yeah. And the fact that Billy got her to play it, and it was her first ever Coachella performance, like that's just so freaking cool. I literally had goosebumps when I watched their performance of "Misery Business." It was so so good. Yeah, it was so cool. I. I think everyone was shocked. And then <laughs> introducing the king oh, of Coachella. Oh, let me scroll to my page. The king of Coachella himself, Harry Styles. Or as we call it, Harry Cella. Harry Cella. So, so let me just, let's just start with weekend one. He wore his sparkly rainbow jumpsuit. Um, he brought out Shania Twain, absolutely iconic, saying, man, I feel like a woman and you're still the one. I don't even have words. When I I didn't watch this live stream, I had to go to sleep. But when I woke up the next morning to him covering Man, I Feel Like a Woman, part of my soul left my body. Same. In fact, it damaged me so deeply that I immediately booked a plane ticket to go to the UK for Love on Tour. So it really affected me personally. (laughs) He also sang two... On that note. (laughs) He also sang two yet-to-be-released songs that are from Harry's house. He sang Boyfriends and Late Night Talking, which was a shock. There was a lot of people that thought he was going to perform, like, one, but him doing two was a lot. It was a lot to take in. Some of my favorite quotes from this performance were when he was introducing Shania Twain, and he said, she also taught me that men are trash. And then before he introduced Boyfriends, he also said, two boyfriends everywhere, fuck you. And that's just absolutely iconic. Which, I feel bad rushing through Weekend 1, but Weekend 2 just has so much more to unpack, and there's so much more to talk about for Weekend 2. I want to say, though, when Harry was talking about Shania Twain, and he was like, she taught me how to sing, like, he, it was so cute. Oh, it was really, really cute. I don't know if you saw it, but Liam Payne actually went on live, like, a day or two after the performance, and somebody was asking if he had seen Harry's performance with Shania Twain. And he literally was just like, yeah, I'm so happy for him. Like, she really is such an icon to him. Like, I'm really proud of him for doing that. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) One Direction crumbs. Literally, 
and you could tell you could totally tell like he he loves her so much and he looks up to her so much and that was so cool to see someone that like we look up to so much with another person that we look up so, up to so much and him being like starstruck to yeah be it's with so her. weird how like celebrities are celebrities to other people too mm-hmm. it's like inception <laughs> scary <laughs> so weekend two i have so much to talk about for weekend two many bullet points um first of all his most iconic outfit of all time debatably i think it is so good strawberry shortcake vibes pink cowboy literally had his own initials on the ass of his pants Strawberries and chairs on the vest, the jacket over the vest that he took off after as it was. I literally when I saw it the first time, I almost cried. I saw him emerge and I almost cried. <laughs> Tears were shed. I literally part of my soul died when he came up onto that stage. And then you booked your second plane ticket. No, I'm just kidding. No, I did that before. I did that before. I was like, wait, I think you might be right, but no, I did that before. Um, yeah, absolutely iconic. So if you don't know, there was a lot of Twitter and TikTok and social media speculation for who he was going to bring out this weekend. If you also don't know, coming up to the release of Harry's house, he's been putting out these doors and each morning a new door opens and it shows something else behind the door. So that's the background information you need to know before we get into this. Um... The fan speculations were that it was either going to be Lizzo or it was going to be Niall Horan. The reason people thought it was going to be Niall Horan was because one of the doors right before Coachella weekend two was this picture of like a striped shirt and somebody matched it to a picture of Niall Horan like at SNL. And so everyone was like, oh my God, Niall Horan, they're going to have like a half One Direction reunion. Could you imagine? I, no. I was hoping and praying that it was Lizzo because I literally don't think I would have mentally been okay enough afterwards. Like, if it was Niall Horan, I think I would have died on the spot. I think everyone would be so, so mad that they weren't there. Yeah. So he couldn't have done that. Like, it would have been so... Oh, God. I can't even think about it. It gave me so much anxiety because everyone was trying to tell me that it was, and I was like, I refuse to believe this. No, I didn't think it was. I was like, I literally refuse. I cannot even start to think about the fact that it could be him like I just can't yeah so obviously it was Lizzo (laughs) but Lizzo did a like easter egg didn't she she did well she had posted multiple easter eggs like she was wearing a hairy hat she like mentioned something in a interview and so people thought it was too obvious like they were like it's not gonna be Lizzo like she's been dropping too many hints but also her personality she just threw us off the track yeah (laughs) she just wanted to throw us off you know love her obviously it was Lizzo he brought Lizzo out and they were both wearing these like insane Gucci feather coats and they sang I will survive as a duet which was absolutely insane like their energy together is so fun she's just she is so cool no literally I'm obsessed with her I want to be her so they sang I will survive and then they also duetted what makes you beautiful which I literally did not see coming at all because the weekend before he did Shania Twain after what makes you beautiful so everyone was assuming it was going to be the same set list mm-hmm. like order but he brought her out beforehand and then the fact that they sang what makes you beautiful together borderline he sang it to her mm-hmm. oh my god it she was must so have died. good some of the clips oh my god I imagine can't. if you were lizzo and harry styles he was on like another too. level this night there like was his 
His energy was insane. There was something in the air. No, he was feeling himself. I was it was like, the fucking strawberry shortcake outfit. He was feeling honestly, himself. If I was wearing that outfit, I would act like that too. He also, I just found out today, he had the biggest crowd in Coachella history since Beyonce. Oh my gosh, I'm not surprised. Which is, it terrifies me for his next tour, but that's besides the totally. point. Totally. Um, so yeah, he also sang Boyfriends and Late Night Talking again. And then, oh, God. Everyone, I need you to take a deep breath. He also sang medicine. Take another deep breath. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I have been lucky enough to see medicine live. I'm one of the few. I saw it at LA Night One for Love on Tour, and it is a spiritual experience. But the fact that he played it at Coachella makes my blood boil i think you're not the only one yeah there's a lot of people mad that he sang it i i was on a facetime call with a bunch of other harry fans a bunch of my friends and we were watching the live stream together and when those first notes started playing you should have seen (laughs) all of our faces Hands flew to our mouths, jaws were on the floor, screams were being scrumped. Like, we were not. Tears were flying. We were not well. I was literally like, there's no way. There's no way he's playing the song right now. And then he did. He just did it in the middle of the set list, too. Usually he plays it at the end, but he played it just smack dab in the middle of the set list. And I know that all the people there that were like locals or like new Harry fans were probably so confused. They were probably like, mm, I haven't heard this one. And they're like looking at their Spotify. They're like shazamming it, yeah. trying to find it. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's so embarrassing. I wish I was in that crowd, well, for many reasons. But say. also, I want someone in front of me to be shazamming that. And so I can just stare at them and stare into their soul and be like, you need to leave. <laughs> you don't deserve you to do, be there. You honestly do not deserve. You need to leave Palm Springs as a whole. <laughs> Coachella's done for you. <laughs> Leave California. Yeah, I... But also, it was really iconic of him to... Do, like, I, as much as I hated the fact that he did mm-hmm. it, it was really iconic because a few days prior, first of all, all of Harry's house got leaked. Do not go look it up. If you're listening to this, do not go look it up. Do not stream it before it comes out, okay? Like, seriously, This is your don't. warning. It's it's coming soon. Just do not ruin it, okay? Like, why? Why would you ruin However, it? there also was the studio version of Medicine, studio version of Anna... And then studio version of Complicated Freak and Baby Honey, which were all from unreleased HS1. Those, however, I have been streaming religiously because those are never coming out. So I don't feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. And there's been speculation that he sang it because it got released. He also said to my respectful kings and queens. And he like paused like he was going to say something else. And I think he was going to mention the leaked songs. And then he decided not to. And then he just fucked around and played medicine. There, there was probably someone in his ear being like, Harry, Harry. <laughs> pull it in, pull it in, reel it in. <laughs> that wasn't the only drama that occurred. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's let's rewind. Let's rewind to the beginning of the day. Okay? Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. So, <laughs> <laughs> I had a few friends that were lucky enough to go to Coachella to see Harry. Like, they went for Harry, pretty much, which is totally valid. I would have, too. Completely. Um... And I had friends that went weekend one, and then I also had friends that went weekend two. And there was a lot of differences in Harry's crowd between those two weekends. So weekend one, my friend that went told me there was barely any people waiting in line to get in. She got barricaded extremely easily. There was, like, nobody at barricade. She could leave, come back. It was no problem. There was, like, nobody there. 
Weekend two, however, I had different friends go to weekend two. I had a friend get trampled by people running in. Disgusting. There, there was a line that was like insanely long to get into the festival, and it was like all Harry stands. And that's when she got trampled. Is when the gates got opened. Um, and then she didn't even get barricade. She was like three rows back. That's insane. And she was in the first like ten people in line, but she got trampled, so she didn't get barricade. And it's just like there were so many more people. Um, it was harder to leave and come back, is what a couple of my friends said. Like it was hard for them to go to the bathroom or like go to like get merch and stuff. And it's just like, did everyone see Harry's performance weekend one? And then everyone decided they want to go for weekend two. I think yeah, but also I know weekend one is when all the influencers and famous people go. Oh, that's a good so point. So I then all the stands went weekend two. Mm-hmm. So I think weekend one was all influencers. That's like when the Revolve Festival is. That's when all that stuff is. Yeah. So I, all the famous people, all the brands send them to weekend one. No one sends to weekend two. Interesting. So maybe there was just more tickets available. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people ended up buying resale, like, after week one. Because that's a few of my friends that went and did that. They were like, I'm not missing it again. And then went for weekend two. Yeah. It's probably a combination of So that I right think there. it was just, like, a lot more stands that went weekend two. But even so, that's even more shitty. Like, why are we trampling people? Disgusting. Why are we doing that? Did we learn nothing from um, Astro World? Separate episode. It makes me want to scream. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. There was people fighting. One of my friends FaceTimed me from line. And there was girls fighting back and forth around her. There was a security guy on a horse, which was really <laughs> jarring for me to see. I was not expecting it whatsoever. <laughs> I literally laughed so hard because I was like, why is there a horse head I right there? I need that horse. Um, just living <laughs> life at Coachella. <laughs> just the worst. There's people getting sick at Barricade. There's people going to the bathroom on the ground at Barricade. Like, it was a shit show. That's horrible. In those moments, think about how the artists would feel if they saw, if they looked out into the crowd and saw, like, their fans treating each other that way. Yeah, like, my friend that went, she said that she just felt, like, so unwelcomed and, like, hated. Like, of course that's not what they want. Treat people with kindness. <laughs> I hate when people use that against me, but I'm going to use it right now. So not only were some of the fans at Coachella a little bit rude, but there was also some other drama, drama that I would like to refer to as the Ringgate scandal. Oh my gosh. And Aspen is not aware of the scandal, so I'm going to have to teach her about it and walk her through. I'm so excited. Um, so basically, as we know, Harry, when he performs Kiwi, likes to baptize the crowd with his water bottle. And then at both weekends of Coachella, he threw his water bottle to bounce off the ground and fly into the crowd. But <laughs> at weekend two of Coachella, he threw the water bottle at the stage so hard that his lion Gucci <laughs> ring flew off of his pinky and also bounced off the stage and into the crowd. Oh my God. So he lost his Gucci lion ring, which has turned into this massive scandal. So the reason why people found out about it in the first place was that when he was playing Side of the Times, you can see him holding onto the microphone and the ring isn't there when it had been there for the rest of the performance. So do you think people found out about this when they were like watching videos back or was it like live? Oh no, it was definitely watching videos okay. back. Nobody realized in the moment. This oh was like God. days after that people f- like figured it out. Because I was so, going to say, people would be on the ground searching. Yeah, exactly. So people realized this and then everyone started going through their videos from that. And my friends that were there were right along the catwalk where he threw the water bottle. 
And in their videos, if you play it really, really slow, you can see the ring fly off of his hand, bounce off the stage, and then fly right over their heads. But they had no idea. Stop. They simply had to reach up into the air and they would have had it. That's actually so crazy. I know. Like, they literally could have grabbed it, but no one knew that it was happening. I can't believe it. I can't even imagine watching that video back and seeing that. No, like, they were a mess. They were in massive distress, which is absolutely fair. But, yeah, so the ring went missing. Everyone was wondering where it was. Who had it? Did anyone even get it? Was it buried in the ground somewhere? Did it get thrown away? Like, where was the ring? Yeah, because if you didn't know that it was his ring, you could just pick it up and be like, sick, a Gucci ring. I'm taking this home. Yeah. So next thing we know, on Twitter, someone's posting about the ring and how they found it. And there's, like, engraving in the back. And it says Harry. And then second time's a charm because this is the second time he's lost it. And so at this point, everyone's losing their minds. It becomes this viral sensation. And everyone's like, we have to get Harry the ring back. It gets to the point where somebody asks Joe Biden. Joe Biden for help. Did he report back? (laughs) Dang it. Someone also said to message Ed Sheeran. Like, what is Ed Sheeran going to do? What is Ed Sheeran going to do? Ed Sheeran is so far removed from the situation. And also, (laughs) why do you think that Ed Sheeran's going to see your DM? That's so random. Like, that's so random. So, yeah. So, there's been, like, this Twitter beef because one user says that they have the ring um, and another person went viral for it, but they don't have the ring. And so, there's, like, this beef between, like, who's telling the truth, who actually has the ring. And meanwhile, Harry's team is just, like, trying their best to get it back. Wait, they still don't have it back? No, they still don't have it back. Oh, my God. From what I can tell, they still don't have it back. This is heartbreaking. It's just, like, this drama. Like, everyone's, like, give the ring back. And, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Stevie Nicks gave it to him. If not this one, then the one before it, because he's already lost it once. This is really sad. And, like, I didn't realize how big of a deal it would have been because I was like, he can just buy a new one. Yeah. Like, especially since it's the second time he's lost it. But then in some of the DMs with Harry's team or, like, people close to him, they're like, he's going to be so happy to get it back. And so now I'm like, oh, damn. Like, at first I was like, no, I would have just kept it. (laughs) No, it's it's like his, like, good luck charm. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, shit. I wouldn't have kept it. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Like, if I had found the ring. I don't think I would have told anyone. I think I would have, like, gatekept it yeah. and just kept it for myself. But now seeing it, I feel guilty. And I, like, yeah. be like, well, shit, I should have given it back. But people are pissed about it. Like, people think that they, like, held on to it for a couple days <gasps> and then gave it back. And it's like, guys. Well, we would know if he got it back, wouldn't we? Or maybe not? I don't even know. Because, I mean, he went on a hike today and he wasn't wearing any <gasps> rings. So no one knows if he has it back. Someone needs to post something. But also, he just, like... I don't know. Like, it's like pennies to him. Like, he could just easily get another one, yeah. you know? But so it's maybe like, it's like his performance. I don't like, know good if it's like charm. making. It, I don't know if it's us making it into this like sentimental thing or if it's like really that important to him. You <laughs> in know? my mind, I'm like, he will never perform no, I know. again. <laughs> like, I'm like, he needs it back. But then I'm yeah. also like, he just buy another one. So I'm like. So someone on Twitter is saying that they have it. Yeah, someone's on Twitter saying that they have it. And that they want to give it back to him? Yeah. But then why haven't they? I don't know. I think there's some like beef between another person interesting that it's just very confusing oh my gosh but yeah so like apparently they're actively trying to get it back supposedly i can't even imagine being the person that has it no that's so stressful and people are like coming for your next or imagine if you like lost it or something no, literally like okay <laughs> god that's so much pressure that's crazy so if, what would you do so if i looked down on the ground at Coachella and saw Harry Styles ring and I picked it up and put it in my pocket I would 
Well, I would take it home, I would examine it, and I would put it on my <laughs> finger, and I would wear it every single day, and then I would do, I would, like, have, like, one of my friends or something, like, post and be like, I know the person with the ring, and, like, put me in contact with Harrison because you have to post, or, yeah, like, like no you can't just, like, know. DM somebody, like, you have yeah. to gain traction around it. The, they'll never see the DM. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I, like, shouldn't say this online. <laughs> I would make it a hostage situation. <laughs> and I would I would have my friend post and Harry's team would reply and be like, Oh great, like can we get the ring back? And she'd be like, no. Uh no. you're gonna have to talk to Aspen and then I would come on and I would say, I will give the ring back to Harry if he shows up at my front door and I would have Harry come to my house and I would say, Here's your ring and then he would fall in love with me. <laughs> Because he met me. <laughs> the newest Wophead story. Yes. Fan fiction in the making. <laughs> yes. So, Harry, if you're listening, I don't have your ring, but I would love to fall in love. <laughs> also, if my boyfriend is listening to this, you should stop now. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Too late. It's a to the universe. You should just, you should just yeah. Sorry, I'm manifesting. <laughs> also, if whoever has the ring is somehow listening to this. Just give it back. Yeah, just give it back. Just follow my plan. You never know. He might fall in love with you, but just give him his dang ring back. Just give it back. Yeah. Everyone's going to come for your neck. We yeah. had to get Joe Biden involved. Like, Literally, on, like, guys. do you want Joe Biden to show up at your front door? Like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, just give the ring back. <laughs> secret Service is going to come get it. Honestly, the Secret Service is on this. I'm gonna sure they are. They're going to knock on your door. Yeah. Just give the ring back. He needs to put, like, a, tra- a tracker in the ring. Especially like, since they've already been in contact. Like, yeah. why is it taking so long? Yeah, why? Like, if they think they have it, like, show proof. Yeah. Like, if you have it, you have it. If you, have you don't, it, like, you don't. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they can track where that person lives somehow. <laughs> Do the phone books still exist? I'm saying Secret Service. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Joe Biden, yeah. sir, what is your the plan to pages. get Harry's ring back? <laughs> Our next podcast guest is Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> and the topic we are talking about is Harry Styles' lost ring, Ringgate. <laughs> Ringgate scandal of yeah. Harry Chella. The next Netflix documentary. True crime. Honestly, that'd be so iconic. Burning the disco down, true <laughs> yeah. crime. Yeah. In conclusion, it was Harry Chella. It was Harry Chella. Coachella was iconic. And we're going next year. We're cutting ourselves off. Bye, next guys. Next year, <laughs> I better see Hannah Montana headlining Coachella. And on that, see you next week. I'm not even going to say Miley. <laughs> just only- no, I only want Hannah. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. And scene. And cut. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs>